Big Guys Entertainment presents Big Guys Banter. And now, here are your hosts, two adventurers who were once forced breastfed by mountain lions, Pierre Vachon and Vinny Hebert. World, how's it Wait. going, everybody? Well, it could be afternoon or it could be evening. Whatever, whatever, whatever time you're listening to the podcast. Uh, how is everybody doing? Welcome to Big Guys Banter right here at BigGuysEntertainment.com. Thank you so much, and wherever you get your podcast, BigGuysBanter.com. Uh, check us out there as well. Join us on all the social medias. I'm going to get all that out of the way right now. Uh, join us on Big Guys Gaming on Facebook and Twitch. Join us on YouTube. Join us on Facebook, uh, Twitch, yeah, everything. Just find us on the social medias. Like, follow, subscribe, and join us on Patreon at Big Guys DJ. Check us out. Join us. Subscribe. If you have Patreon, you're seeing us right now on video. Hello. If you don't have Patreon, you don't see us. So if you want to see our faces and see all the weird stuff we do and meet day drink on the show, then you need to have the Patreon. Um, otherwise, you don't get to see these sexy faces. And talking about sexy faces, over on the other side of me here in the virtual studio, he's over there. He is the co-host of the show. The man with the most looked out ladies. He hates to dine alone. Give it up for Vinny A. Bear, everybody. No, I think I said that last week. Uh, I, no, I prefer to dine alone. That means more food for me and nobody's stealing my food. Yeah, yes, so well, I like getting that reaction. So welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so I, much. I just want to remind people. I just want to remind people that if you missed last week's show, you missed us talking about our new website. We actually have a new website, bigguysbanter.com. It's that we're not separate correct. from our main site at bigguysentertainment.com. So bigguysbanter.com is its own entity. You can find past shows and you can e even, uh, you know, write to our mailbag. Right. Mailbag at big guys, uh, big guys banter. Uh, please write us, comment, ask us questions. Happy to talk to you about whatever, anytime uh, we'll put it on the show. So yeah, so just find us uh, and we are here and we are here to entertain. That's what we are hopefully doing. Uh, we are Vermont's most hated podcast. I don't know if we even have listeners yet in Vermont, uh, but <laughs> where we're from. But I'd like we're, a big we, shout we are out. Vermont's most hated podcast heard exclusively on planet Earth. That's that the is correct. Line. Yeah. yeah. Vermont's most hated podcast heard exclusively on planet Earth. I'd like to give a yep. big shout out to all of our fans out in Germany and Ireland and over on the West Coast in Ohio and Washington State. Um, Actually, it's been a new year. We might want to address that, see if that's still the case, you know? Oh, yeah. We might want to check that out. So if Vinny's looking, are you looking that up? Are you looking I, up I am, actually. I'm He's looking on, it up currently. I, I have it in front of my little beady eyes. Oh, they're, and they are beady, everybody, but you don't know yeah. that unless you have. They're very beady. They're right. diabetes. Right. They're diabetes. Oh, boy. Will from Bridley in the house, everybody. All right. Oh. I'm sorry, but that, so, just, that just caught me a little off guard. He's got diabetes eyes. Uh, <laughs> so. Let's take a look. Let's hear where is our current, uh, where, where's our hot spots? Where are we, where are we trending? So our, our top three countries is the good old U.S. That's our top one. 
Germany and Ireland are tied, and with the UK right below that. Hey, yay, UK, you've joined us. Love the Sex Pistols. All right, so welcome. Thank you, everybody who's joined us. Do you have any more breakdown of specific states or anything like that? Uh, no? Yeah, okay, um, our, our top is Ohio, Washington, Florida, Virginia, Oregon, Texas, followed by Vermont. Thanks, Vermont, our home state, for not listening. Um, yeah. I want to thank all the other states that are listening. Uh, Kentucky's not on there, and Vinny hates Kentucky. So, Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let me see if Kentucky shows up on this list at all. Nope, nope, did not show up on this list. Oh, so Vinny can continue his hatred of Kentucky. It's okay. He can continue yeah. to hate on Kentucky. Yeah, he hates <laughs> Kentucky, and we allow it because they don't listen to our show. As well, soon as was, people from Kentucky start I, listening. I was, I was talking about this with other people uh, recently. And, you know, when you want to become a citizen of this country, you have to learn a crap ton about how we do things, you know, the different branches. More so than actual citizens. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. I think before you're allowed to vote, you should go through the process of learning all that stuff and take a test. I think you should yeah, understand you know how our... Our system works before you vote. And I'm okay with that because it scares me that there are people out there who have the same. I mean, I want everyone to have the right to vote. We all should have a voice, but it scares me that some of the people that have a voice have no, they, they make no informational decision on it. It's just whatever's flashing in front of them, you know, whatever it is, whether it be one sticking point that they, they drive home to or, some they like the look of somebody. You know what I mean? Like that's there are people who literally they vote on those base concepts and not for understanding the whole process or the whole situation. So right. yes, I agree. We should all we should all be more informed. Other countries that finally have democracy are way more informed about their voting than we are, and we talk at them like they are lesser than us. But people actually pay attention. There was an <laughs> Eddie Murphy movie. Oh God some time ago and it was about him he was a con man who got into congress pretty much based on name recognition alone because his name was very similar to a senator that died oh i remember that one let me see if i can find eddie yeah, i don't remember the name filmography yes I the caught. distinguished gentleman Ah, no, I never saw from that from 1992 you got to you got to watch it it uh i've never seen it. Yeah, it, it features Lane Smith, who, if you don't remember who Lane Smith is, he was the the prosecutor on My Cousin Vinny. He was also, yeah. um, uh, 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 what's his name, on Lois and Clark. He was um, Perry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, yeah. Perry White. Totally. Perry I, White, I, yeah. I, so, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, was, it was all based on, it was a Florida con man. His name is Thomas Jefferson Johnson. And Jefferson Davis, Jeff Johnson was the one who died of a heart attack and he got elected just by calling himself Jeff Johnson. So he didn't actually uh, do anything fraudulent because his name is Thomas Jefferson Johnson. It was, it was shared a similar name. He just went on the ballot as Jeff Johnson and people recognized that name and just voted, you know, didn't know anything about right. it. So yep. it's an interesting movie. You got to watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I will definitely check that out. I was going to go back to the old days of the movie Dave, which is a classic, uh, where the president dies and his lookalike 
a professional lookalike that they have for him comes into power, like, and takes over and impersonates the president uh, so that the country doesn't go into a major uproar. And it's really a whole bunch of like political stuff, but that just made me think of it. I was just thinking if that actually happened, wouldn't that be illegal? Wouldn't that be, um, I mean, the guy could get charged for impersonating the president. I would think, I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's kind of an outlandish. Now there have been, I don't, I have heard stories in other countries of impersonators of presidents holding events like Cong, like, uh, actual public events for a, for an actual leader, like, you know, to keep them protected in fear of a, uh, in fear of them being shot or assassinated or, you know, anything like that. I have read stories of that. I remember when Dave came out, it was a, you know, that movie was a comedy, but it was also like a, Hey, could that really happen? And it does have one of the greatest lines ever in it. The, the imposter day, the imposter president decides he wants to actually try to make changes and try to improve the government. Mm. And he brings in his friend who's an accountant and they do this bit where they're looking at the budget and the accountant is going over the whole, all the books and they're eating and they're sitting for hours. And he finally looks at the imposter president, Dave, and says, I don't understand if I ran my business like this, we'd be out of business. And that was his, and he's like, I don't understand how this works. And it's, it was a great true joke, even in the nineties, you know, for the idea of the way that our government runs its business. I don't know how we're still in business, like how it's business. Right. Like they, you know, he was going through the numbers and, you know, looking at stuff like they're charging $7,000 for a hammer. You know, like these crazy numbers. Well, that's, that's what people complain about with, with hospitals is, is oh is yeah when you get your bill you know i'm glad i didn't have three clean exits since there were a hundred bucks a you know a hundred dollars a a piece so i will tell you this uh and i had this argument way back in the day i got i used to get injured a lot as a professional wrestler and uh you go to the hospital a lot when you're a wrestler usually you know i had i had health insurance for a long time it was essentially like stuntman's health insurance right so it me a lot to have it. But when I got injured, I at least was covered. But I get these itemized bills. I'm also a body piercer. I buy a lot of medical equipment wholesale for myself, especially right. gloves. I buy gloves all the time. I buy forceps. I buy all the stuff that hospitals use, a lot of it. And I have an autoclave. So, you know, to sterilize my equipment. So I know what their autoclave costs. I know what their autoclave bags cost for tools and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a invoice for, I went in. And I had a big wound and, and I'll, I can tell you the quick uh, story of this one. I got hit in a, I was doing a hardcore death match gimmick. If you are not a professional wrestling fan and you're listening to the show, that is where you use crazy weapons and stuff like that. And people always think that they're fake or whatever, but 99% of the time, unless you're in one of the big companies, you're just really using barbed wire and shovels and chairs and you know, whatever. There's no it's fake not chair. There's stunt no barbed wire. No, it's not that fake rubber barbed wire that they used to use in WCW towards the end. That stuff looked like garbage. We use real barbed wire. Well, I was working a gentleman that everyone who has ever watched um, the movie The Wrestler, uh, Necro Butcher, I think they changed his name in the movie, but maybe they didn't. Uh, But he fought Mickey Rourke in a hardcore match, and I was wrestling that guy. So I was in a match. He swung a shovel at me, and I put my arm up, and I didn't usually try to pull your swings a little bit. He did not pull his swing and it was either take it to the head and die or take it in my arm. And so I put my arm up and blocked. Well, it gashed my arm way open. I had a big cut through my arm. 
And uh, and I actually permanently lost feeling in my left hand. Little known fact, I can't feel this part of my forearm right here. Those on Patreon, I'll see this whole length of my forearm. I actually can't feel it anymore. I haven't been able to feel it for a long time. Um, I could put a fork in my arm and I wouldn't even feel the pain from it. It's Let's nerve damage. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? Hold on. So, this is oh, hold on. Sharp. Hold on. We, we're gonna we're gonna do a close up. Um, we should yeah, do a, a warning. Yeah. If if you are if you are squeamish, don't watch this. Yeah, do not. So this is a sharp pointed um, tweezers here. That if I was to start poking, you would feel them, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna. I can drive those in as far as I want. I won't draw blood. I'll stop. I'll watch it. But I don't feel anything right now. I'm not feeling any of this. I, I'm scraping it up and down my arm. I don't feel anything in my forearm. Now, um, because that of, could also, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't believe you, but I'm just saying I know you have a higher tolerance to pain anyway. Yes, I do. But I could tell you, I didn't even feel that. The only reason I knew it was there was watching it. You can't like, feel the pressure? No, barely. I can barely feel, I can feel pressure, but it doesn't, it doesn't register like normal. You know what I mean? Like I barely feel anything in this forearm. Now, if you're watching arm, yourself doing it, does your mind think? It, it's so, being felt. So here's the weird thing, and this is something I've never figured out with it. And if there's anyone who's in the medical field that knows anything about it, they wouldn't this be stuff, listening to this show. Yeah, well, maybe they will. <laughs> maybe we're there. But, um, hopefully, if you're in Ireland and you're a doctor and you listen, um, like I don't, I recognize that there's something going on if I see it, but it still doesn't hurt. I don't feel it. Like, and if I were to, if you were to come up with needles and stick them in my forearm and I wasn't watching, I wouldn't know mm. if you like did pinpricks and stuff. Cause they, you know, how they test you for, uh, they'll test your feet for sensitivity. I've had that done on my forearm and I had no idea the doctor was doing anything. Like he literally, he was like pushing them in and like moving them. And I didn't even know. I was like, Oh, yes. That's so a anyway, great spot to do uh, tattooing right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I'm well, it was great. I mean, my arms are covered in tattoos. This forearm was great. That was easy. I mean, I don't, tattoos don't bother me anyway, but that was really easy. Like I didn't even know what was happening. So, uh, I got my itemized bill from the doctor after I huge gash and they had to put staples in it and whatever. Now I can tell you that a box of a hundred gloves, a box of gloves, standard latex gloves, nitro, whatever you want to use, medical grade gloves are usually $10 a box. So for a hundred, you get a hundred uh, gloves in a box. Okay, so you're, you know, you're about ten cents a box, right? Or a glove. I mean, you know, basically, they were charging me in the itemized bill seventeen dollars for one pair of gloves for one, and they they use multiple sets of gloves, and they were charging seventeen dollars to the insurance company per pair of gloves. So that is one of the largest markups. I was in shock. I was like what they charge this much if i didn't have insurance i would have been screwed like at that moment like but, just but that this, alone this makes it seem like so if you if you did your business the same way as hospitals do and like someone comes in for a piercing and then you give them a, you, you say it's 40 dollars for the piercing so they come in 40 bucks they put it down and then you give them a bill afterwards yeah it's 40 dollars for the piercing but it's, you know, $10 right. per glove. And I, you know, I had to use yeah. two gloves. Yeah. Uh, it, it, two it's five bucks for, for gauze. Cause you bled like a, like a, you know, a, yeah. a, 
punctured peg. You know, it's like, yeah, nobody would come to you anymore. No, but we, but because we need it for doctors, they get away with hospitals, get away with this bullshit. Like it's insane to me. Like that's the, the medical system in our country is so messed up. The fact that they can can charge you. But can you contest that? I mean, can't you just say you show me where it cost you $17 for this? So, so I, I did this once when I, my insurance had lapsed and I went to the hospital with a busted up shoulder after an injury in a match. Um, and we will talk about it when we get back. It looks like we're up on break. I'm going to tell you about my busted shoulder and we'll, we're going to talk about TV. We got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Big Guys Banter with Vinny and Pierre. joining us uh we were just talking about uh, in, uh hospitals and their upselling of their bills and all the stuff yeah and many times a good point can't you contest wouldn't you contest it if you needed to so i was about to talk about the fact that one time i was injured in a match i separated my shoulder really badly like dislocated it uh, grade three almost grade four pretty rough and my arm was flopping onto the side wasn't really working i finished the match um rolled out and went to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, they, my insurance had lapsed and I didn't realize I thought I was up on it, but apparently I'd missed a month and you know, insurance companies, if you miss one month, they don't give you any leeway. They just just cut you off. They cancel it and they don't tell you. Right. And that's what happened. I didn't realize I had missed. I thought I had made my payment and I just missed it. And they just didn't, they no contact. I was just done. Like, and then I have to renew and all that. So I got my itemized bill for my ER visit. And it was like, it was thousands of dollars. It was insane. Like, I was just like, what? And one of the things I looked up was the sling that they put on my arm was, you know, they charged me $250 for the sling. And I went online and I called back the billing department and I said, I found the exact same sling on Amazon for $20. So please explain to me why your sling, which has this brand name on it that I found online, is $250 because I'm there, but I could have bought it. I could have said, never mind. I'll let my arm flop in the breeze and look like a, you know, like a wind chime for a day until I get a new. I would have just done that. I would have just taken a sock off and tied it around my neck and, you know, stretched it or bungee. Why? Yeah, whatever. I would have, yeah, I would have, I would have redneck innovated that in a heartbeat to save that. And I fought it for a long time. I finally got them to reduce my bill a little bit, but it took work. It was a lot of work. And I had a friend who worked in insurance who gave me all the ins and outs on what to write and how to say and what to say. If I didn't have that info, I would have been still paying for that medical bill. You know, like to this day, it was insane. So well, what was your justification? They, the woman had no real justification other than this is what it costs. You know, this is part of the markup for what it costs us from where we buy the product, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, but so that's, tell me that they're being charged a hundred dollars, you know, or whatever. Like then you're buying from horrible places. Like if if you're buying it that much of a markup, then you're an idiot, not me. Like that's not on me. So that's a 
92% markup. Yes. Holy cow. Yes, insane. Yeah, insane. And that, how, you know, all of how it. How is that possible? I don't know. And if you are someone who listens and you know about the medical billing and all that, write us in the comments at the mailbag. Send it to the mailbag. That's Let it. us know. We're, we're marking everything up 92%. Yeah, everything. Everything we do. All of you our have Patreon to buy big going- guys insurance to get a pet covered. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's what we need. Big, we need banter insurance. That's what we're going to work on next. Banter insurance. That's our that's our new thing. <laughs> that's our new gimmick. Uh, that's our new. Hey, I'm always up for a new gimmick. Let me tell you, I'm the king of I'm the king of trying to find new gimmicks anytime you know, I can. Th- th- this kind of reminded me of. Uh, so I just got done reading today. Uh, this is my toilet reading. Um, is the new <laughs> terms and conditions of Jackbox games. So if you're not aware. Uh, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, Pierre and I play Jackbox games with people on Twitch. Yep, it's live. Just a yep, fun, yeah. Um, Go to Big Guys Big Guys DJ on Twitch. You can find us, Big Guys Gaming, Big Guys Entertainment. Find us on Twitch, and you can join us. In the terms of conditions, it has a a a, 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 a section on uh, user-generated content, UGC. So that's anything... Okay. Anything we do on so, so like some of the games are they're they're drawing games. So basically, by using their their games, we are agreeing that they can use anything that's drawn during our games, anything we 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 talk about or we you know anything anything about the game the gameplay, they can use it exclusively royalty free for anything they want for as long as they oh, want oh we got to make this more interesting then when on our show like we got to do it shirtless so they'll never use it or oh, just keep you mean, middle finger oh me you mean more interesting than talking about prison sex oh i got a leap of crap about that last uh today from my girlfriend you can't talk about that stuff you're, you're gonna get banned we're talking about prison sex that was literally remember, the question i don't even remember what we were talking about it was one of the we were doing fibbage and um oh yeah someone who got a, a arrested in prison what they trade for besides cigarettes oh yes that's right that's right that I forgot about that one I but, mean what yeah, is more clear about prison than prison sex I mean what what is people yeah. more t- they talk about dropping the soap all the time why do you not drop the soap prison sex soap? I mean it's always about prison sex yeah I mean prison sex has been a gimmick. I mean, it's it's part of lexicon and humor when it comes to prison. It's been that way for generations. So if they, if, hey, if Jackbox Games wants to use us talking about prison sex, go right ahead. Because I don't know where they're going to market that to. Hey, join us for Jackbox Games, the family front game where we talk about prison sex. Like that's. Not, I mean, you know, the 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 questions. If you don't family friendly friendly, those questions, the innuendos and the outright questions they ask are some oh, they border lewd. They border lewd. It's an adult game, Jackbox, in a lot of ways. A lot of it is adult. It's designed that way. It's designed for a bunch of people to drink and do stupid stuff and draw yeah. horrible things. That's but I don't like the idea of saying, well, you know, if I use your game, then I give you the rights to my face. Because that's what they're saying. I give you the right. rights to my face to use whatever you want. Uh, no, I, I don't. I'm using your game, yes, but that doesn't give you the right to have something that's already copyrighted. It's already a trademark. You you so, can't you can't make me 
uh, exclude a trademark or my protected intellectual property. It's what I'm trying to say, not trademark or copyright, but my intellectual right. property uh, that you, you can't say, oh, well, now you give it to us. No, that doesn't. That's not how it works. Huh. So are you saying that we're about to fight Jackbox games? I, I'm about to lay down. I'm about to throw down on Jackbox games. Yeah. Jackbox games. You've reached the you, you've reached your limit. You picked the wrong fat man to to mess with, man. Oh, here we go. So, of all the things going on in the world, Rome is burning around us. We have so many problems, and you have decided that the soapbox that you're going to jump on is that a a gaming service on the internet might put your face on something. Exactly. <laughs> At any will, you know, whenever they want to, and I get no monetary gain from it. So they can use any of our user-generated content, and, and they I, can monetize it and not give me anything for it. I'd like to chime in that I feel it is very presumptuous <laughs> presumptuous of us to think that anything that we are doing on Jackbox game is going to make anyone else money. I don't, I don't that, think Jackbox is that's us. besides the point Pierre that is not my point that is not my problem I am just saying I don't like the idea of the fact that that my face can be used whatever they choose to and I don't get paid for it this face is my money maker you can't use <laughs> my money maker I can't say this with a straight face I, yeah, I can't even. I'm trying to like stay with you on this one, but I cannot. I, I just I'm cannot. trying so hard, but I I just can't <laughs> go with it. No, I know you're running with it, and I respect it, and I was gonna run with the bit, but I just can't run with the bit. Yeah, I, all I'm right, done. We'll, be right <laughs> we'll be right back. We got to talk about some TV, and we got more stuff to talk about here on Banter. Stay with us in our beautiful face. We'll be back with more Big Guys Banter right after this. And we are back. It looks like Jimmy just had a stroke on screen. No. I don't know what just happened. I sneezed. Okay. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, I just I looked up and saw you convulse. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm too far away to help. Like, it's the flashing you know. lights, man. It's the flashing lights. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be one of those shows. Get ready for us to get canceled. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So I wanted to talk to Vinny. Oh, good. I I'm glad it's a, I want the perfect opportunity to talk to me. It's on the show. Yeah, I want to talk. To you. I want to talk about this right before the show. I mentioned HBO Max. Um, I have a subscription, yes. and yeah, you have too. a subscription. And I mentioned a couple of shows that I like, and you started to go on a rant, and I decided this. Whoa, this needs to be for the show. So I have found one, a couple things. One, did you ever watch True Blood? Uh, no. Did you ever? Watch True that's Blood? a no. That's a vampire show. Yes. Where uh, uh, Anna Faquin got naked. So I've seen those parts. Yeah, many times. I've oh, just see, seen I, that part. Oh, she did that many times. So Yeah. Now, I swear to God, I don't know how much they paid her, but I did not picture Rogue getting that getting nude so many times as she did in that show. She was just like, she was all over the place. But they, hey, they saved money on the uh, the costume department. Absolutely. Uh, and also the, the early 2000 special effects. 
But I, uh, I used to, I love the show and I read the books originally before they made the show. I had actually read the books it's based on. And the show is, I just rewatched it recently. I started streaming it again because I saw they had it and I was like, oh, I haven't watched this for a long time. It's been years. I'm going to watch it again and just, you know, binge it while I'm doing work. So it's been on the background. Okay. And a couple of things I noticed about that show. If you don't know the show, let me just give you a quick recap so you understand. Uh, it's set in a time frame of the world where vampires are out, meaning that everyone knows they exist. They're part of the community, and some of them drink from humans, but most of them are drinking a synthetic blood called true blood, so they don't have to feed on humans, and they're trying to coexist, and there's a vampire authority. And this is set in Louisiana at a town, in a little town called Bontom, and you find out that Sookie Stackhouse, who's like the main character. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's her name. Sookie Stackhouse. She is. That's sure Anna it Paquin. is. She is, a, she is a telepath that you find out later in the show is a fairy and lives and doesn't know it. Well, you just falls, spoiled it for oh, me. It's been around for 10 years or more than 10 years. If you oh. haven't watched it, by now, that's on you. Um, now I know she's she, a fairy going into it, so it's going to lose all, all sorts of oh, you know, know. mystery I've to spoiled, me. I spoiled a fifteen-year-old show for you. Oh, by the way, you know, insane elsewhere at the end of it, it's a kid looking at a snow globe. You're welcome. So there, that's the whole show. Insane elsewhere. There, I'm just I'm spoiling Actually, shows. I, from I, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. You never do that. Oh, that's the end of St. Elsewhere. They, they, I, it's the dumbest thing ever. I don't they, think they, I they, ever really out. actually watched St. Elsewhere. Oh, there you go. Well, I did. And they, so. when I was a kid, and they panned out, they panned out and it was a uh, kid with special needs holding a snow globe and shaking it. And that's what the hospital was inside the snow globe. So it was all his imagination. Well, that's yeah. stupid. Yep. Yep. And now so the was the end of True Blood. Dumb. Yeah. And so was the end of True Blood. And that's what I was getting to. Okay. Um, the show was great up until the end, and then it just went it went off the rails. I I had I had never actually seen all of the last season because I just I I got didn't have HBO for a while, and I realized I had missed a, like almost a whole season. And mm. holy crap, it flew off the rails so badly that I was it was in the background. And I kept looking up at it and going, "Oh God, like this isn't the book at all." Like they went in a whole different direction. They didn't even stay with the book. They were like, hey, here's the book over here. Let's burn it and do this. Like, that's basically, it's like Game of Thrones. Like, they went past the book and didn't know what to do. Like, I, I've never watched Game of Thrones, but everybody who has. I, has I watched me. the first season and I just kind of, I kind of lost it when they killed the dogs and the, uh, and then Sean Bean's character got killed in the very end of, you know, just beheaded, but the dogs, the wolf hybrids got killed too. I just, I, I was done after that. That's a big one for me. There's two things in TV that I can't, I can't watch. Um, if I see animals being killed, it automatically turns me off from a show. Well, it like depends on the animal, them. you know, but. Right. And that's true. And that's, and that shows my, that yes. But if it's like dogs or like small animals and they get killed, I, I, I just lose interest. I'm like, ah, it's, it feels well, too. It's like in uh, John Wick, John Wick in the first one they kill his dog and that's one of the motivation. I mean, I didn't get turned yeah. off for the movie, but I was rooting for John wick, no matter how much of an asshole he was, 
I was rooting right. for him the entire movie because they killed this freaking dog. And I was like, yeah, dude, kill someone kills my dog. I'm gun- gunning for them. You know what it is, is I think it's for me if I if they show it, you know what I mean? Like if they infer it, like or they have like a cut scene where there's and you hear a dog. yelp, I'm OK. But when I, they, for yeah. some reason, if I see them kill the animal, even though I know it's fake, it's Hollywood. It, it just bothers me. And it almost feels um, cheap. Like it's a cheap pop, like a cheap gimmick. I, get, I don't like I don't like the animals. I don't like hearing that crying in pain. The, the yeah, dog yelping. I, I hate that. Yeah. That uh, I'd rather listening to a a a young teenage uh, or even a kid. I'd rather listen to a kid cry and then get killed than than a a dog. But Vinny again, just came out with a very, I don't, a very I don't like I don't like it when they kill kids either. I even less like it when the kid is the killer. That is creepy as to me. Children of the Corn. Yeah, is a creepy yeah, ass up. movie because the kids are the villains. Yep. The good son true, with true. Macaulay Culkin when he's a Damien and Omen. Oh my god! When there's a kid as the the, the killer, because everyone's like, "Oh, it can't be him. He is so sweet." And I'm like, "You burn that mf'er. You burn him right now." Yeah, yeah he's the problem. It's already a guarantee. As soon as you say, "Well, I can't be him. It's him. Kill him." Yeah, just get it over. Vote them out. If it's not, vote them out. Yeah, if not, and you're just breaking eggs and trying to find the omelet. That's okay. But um, I can't deal with dogs being killed on screen. Nope. That just turns me. Um, like I have a really Yeller. hard time. I mean, you, old yeah. Yeller did it for me way back when. Even though you never saw Old Yeller die, but that movie just crushed me. I have, I have really never been able to watch that movie again because of it. I know it's got a kind I, of a happy ending at the end, but. Oh of, my god! Yeah. It's like Cujo. No, I, have, I actually rooted for Cujo. Yeah, me too. I yeah, I always I always root for animals more than humans. But and the other thing that will stop me from watching a show is if they show a rape scene or some kind of uh, uh, you know Clockwork like Orange. That. I can't get. I've never seen the entire movie have, of Clockwork Orange because of that opening scene. Can't get to get through I, it. I fought through it because I watched it for a film class and, but oh, it really yeah. bothered me. I'll tell you a modern show that I wanted to get into so bad, but due to the, the first episode having a horrifically kind of, to me, too graphic of a rape scene was uh, Bates Motel. Friends? Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Friends. Every time Phoebe, and jo- I, I've never watched Friends. So, yeah. Um, you're just throwing only names seen- right now. Phoebe yeah, and I just Joey and Chandler yeah, no and Rachel I've, and Monica. I've, no way yeah, too I've many of Clint. them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Bates but, Motel. No. Okay. I'm going to just tell you this. that there's and Well, Bates Motel was weird, and I, had a, I liked the idea of it. It was like Norman Bates as a kid from Psycho. Right. It, but the, other, the only couple other issues I had with it is they kind of modernized it. Like they were using cell phones, they and they, but the some of it seemed like it was older than that. It was really weird, but I still was into the idea of it. Yeah, and a little like Sherlock, seemed, what they did with Sherlock. Yeah, same idea. They kind of modernized it, but tried to keep it older. But whatever. Right, right. But, it, had, it had that over overtone of of being an older show. Uh, the clothes seemed a little dated, or or didn't seem yeah. as fashionable. But uh, yeah, right. I get that. But they're using cell phones in the car and blah, 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 blah. So 
uh, the opening in the first episode, I think it was first episode, they had a scene where where his mother gets assaulted and raped in the house. Mm. And and they showed a lot more than like it was just, you know, like there was a lot of brutality and they showed it. And I get why they did, because they were trying to set up this why she was damaged, why she had trauma. And then he had trauma because he couldn't stop it. And that created, but it was so unsettling to me that I saw that, that it made me one, it made me go, well, you could easily infer that there was an assault. You don't have to show her actually being, you know, right. Assaulted. You could have had the guy come in, her scream, him come back. She's crying, sitting in a corner, upset. It's obvious something happened, you know, cause this guy's on an unwanted yeah, but, intruder. But but I think they're trying to make you feel for Norman Bates. I mean, you know, ultimately what Norman Bates is going to do. It's hard to feel yeah. for someone like that if you don't give them some human elements. So I understand why they did it. I'm just saying, I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it or they should have done it a different way. Because I think if they did it a different way, you would still feel cold to it. You wouldn't feel yeah, so much for them. Yeah, I don't know. I can't watch. But I, I, I'm with people. you about that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't watch. You know, one of the movies that I loved for the for for the reason that it, they they made it right is the, there's a classic cult horror movie called I Spit on Your Grave, and that movie has a brutal rape scene, but she gets revenge on everybody. Like that's the whole point of the movie is she's mm. brutally assaulted, and she tortures and kills all of them which is there that I could get through. Cause I knew if I would have not known the, the concept of the movie and tried to watch it, I couldn't have gotten through it. I would have shut it off right off the beginning. Uh, so those are the two major things that stopped me from watching uh, stuff. And I don't know where I was going with that. Cause we went in a whole different direction. Well, I mean, but I just, okay. cause both of you and I have acted and you more professionally than I, but even when you're acting, you kind of, I mean, if you're any sort of, I think a good actor, you kind of get into your roles. I don't know how someone could do that to a I, be the aggressor or, or, yeah. and, and also be the victim. I mean, that's gotta be so damaging to the actor who played the victim and it's gotta be damaging to the actor who played the aggressor, especially if that is not in there. It's, it's, it's like if I was ever at, if I was ever acting in a movie, there are some things I couldn't do. And, and like that is one of them and saying the N word, I couldn't be in a, a movie where I had to say the N word. I just couldn't do it. Right. I turned down a role. Um, I was offered a movie years ago when I was wrestling, I got called by a director. Uh, it was a, I don't know how big it ever got. I never really paid attention to where it ended up, but I was sent a script and I was asked to play a villain in this action movie. and the whole thing was the dude was assaulting a woman, like torturing her. And like they inferred a lot of sexual assault innuendo and like creepy. He was a creeper and I couldn't do it. I was interested. I wanted to do the movie because it was a great springboard for me, but it was one of those things that I just couldn't, I read the script. I read the details of what was supposed to happen. And I know it was like a horror action movie and I get it. But it was just there was too much there, and I just felt that one I wouldn't be convincing enough because I would I wouldn't want to do it, and I feel like like you said you have to be able to 
convey a character that you may not necessarily. Mm. And that was just what I could not do. I've done a lot of acting work. I've done a lot of stage work, a lot of movie stuff. And I've just, that was one thing I could not bring myself to do is be that kind of an assault, you know, like a uh, creepy um, abuser. Like I couldn't do it. And it was, and that's not saying I'm anything about people who do it. I'm just saying for me, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get right. myself in that. Mind. I, I'd, I'd kiss a guy on stage before I'd say the N word or do a sexual assault scene. And I'm not well, really then- eager to kiss a guy, but you know, I do it. I do it. If you want to pay me enough, I'll do it. There you go. It's all about the money. We'll be right back with more banter. Stay with us. You're listening to big guys banter with Pierre and Vinny. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we are gonna. I wanted to talk about very specific things about HBO Max. We went on a whole different direction, so but we're gonna chat real quick. Um, Vinny, have you seen? And this is. I'm recommending this to anybody. Are you a fan of documentaries? First, let's no. start there. No, I'm not. No. And no, why I, is that? I watch TV, and this is what started the conversation because I, I started getting a rant. We we're like, oh, we should save this for the show. Okay, so my yeah. girlfriend's into documentaries too. Okay, yep, and she's constantly watching these stuff, especially ones to talk about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. She's talk, she's gotcha. so into those, like the nine eleven one. She's so into those ones, and 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 uh, it, you know, I watch, I like to watch movies that are fictional, and she's like, "Well, your stuff is made up. I, I'm doing this to educate yourself," but I'm like. You're all worried. You're all stressed out about this stuff because it's it it's it's based in fact, you know, quote unquote. Um, I watch a movie and it may be horrible, it may be rough, but it's fiction. It's fake. You know, the guys get up at the end of the the take and they go on and do their life. You're talking about stuff that may or may not actually be real. Uh, you're getting freaked out about it. I watch I watch stuff to be entertained not to be educated or flipped out. See, so, well, that, but how that lands isn't that that's individual because I watch documentaries and I'm fascinated with a lot of different stuff, but I don't, I don't watch a lot of conspiracy theory ones. First of all, that's not my thing. I watch stuff on like serial killers. I watch stuff on random stuff. I watched a documentary on Netflix about rats. That was fascinating. Like it taught you about how rats multiply and how they live and how intelligent they are and it was really you cool watched like a, it was, you watched a documentary on rat sex and you said that's fascinating dude you need to get out more do i need to give you more work to do or something so you can take your mind off things if you're focusing on rat sex it wasn't sex it was about everything it was how intelligent they are how they all work with each other and how there's a network like they're like a family they, that they is like- rat propaganda they're just putting that in the system so when they take over the world you believe how intelligent they are i'm not worried if they take over the world if it happens so be it i don't run around after going oh my god we're all falling apart rats are taking over i don't get that invested in you them. bow I just down you say oh hail the rat lords 
yeah, if the Rat Lord shows up, if if we start having that, I will deal with it. Um, and my point is that I like documentary. I like all types of stuff. I like fantasy. I like fiction. I like nonfiction. But I love documentaries because there are some great ones out there. Well, while not necessarily trying to educate you per se, but uh, entertaining you in a different way because it's stuff that is actually real, feasible. It's happened. And you can look at it and go, holy crap, that actually was a thing. And one of those that's on HBO Max right now is Class Action Park. It's a documentary about a theme park in New Jersey that was the world's okay. most dangerous theme park. I've and seen I have it heard advertised. About yeah, and I have heard people talk about it in my life that were from the Jersey area, from New York, mm-hmm. and have told me about this place and how epically horrible it was and how dangerous it was. Literally, the documentary is showing you how this Wall Street banker, scam artist type guy just decided to take all his money and build a horrible theme park. He didn't bring in any engineers. He just built it all himself, like guessing, and everything in that place tried to kill you. Like it was all dangerous and there wasn't anything that was safe in this theme park. And if you watch the show, it has some of the actual people that work there, celebrities who went there when they were kids and, you know, at, uh, went to the action park, which they call class action park. That place had, it had so many injuries that the town that it was in stopped allowing them to use the EMT system because they were having their, they only had two ambulances and they were going there too often. So they required the park to buy their own ambulance to have on call. That's how bad it was there. And watching it, you're in awe of how this was made and how this actually got cleared by anybody. And that's what's entertaining to me. It's not, I don't freak out like, oh my God, that's the travesty. We need to call a congressman. No, I'm like, oh my God, They're this busy. is crazy. And there's a part of me, there's a part of me that wants to know how he did it. Like, or like, would I do that? Like, not that I want to, but like, how would I do that? How would I, I scam people a- out of money? How would I scam some people out of money? It wasn't even scamming. It was like, we'll start a podcast he- and then we'll have everybody sign up on Patreon. That's how- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. That's what everyone's doing, though. So it's not really a scam if everyone does it. That's just that's just a money making resource. But I, I'm I'm fascinated by random stuff in documentaries, and especially See, serial killers and murder stuff. I I just think documentaries they 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 have this illusion of being true, but I think it's just. It's the truth of the person telling the story. It's not necessarily actual truth. No, and absolutely. And here's the other thing you have to take into account if you're going to watch documentaries, in my opinion. It's always biased. There is no such thing as uh, a unbiased documentary. It's always from the lens of the person who's decided to tell the story. So there's always going to be a spin to it. There is no, like, like all those 9-11 conspiracy BS like documentaries out there. That's people in aluminum hats that now do I think, do I think there was some covered up stuff? Absolutely. There's always some kind of covered up stuff in anything we have going on in the world. There's corruption. There's whatever. Yeah. I mean, but I, 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 but I, would I go with that, but I do not, I do not buy into the Illuminati conspiracy concepts that a lot of those, those type of documentaries put out, but I will watch them surely for the entertainment value of watching these people try to make you believe that that crap's real. Like that is entertaining to me is listening to somebody with a chalkboard behind them 
and the craziest crap possible trying to convince you that their Venn diagram of why the, you know, why aliens blew up something, you know, like for instance, in my shop, I had a client who told me and had a lot of what he thought was believable facts that dinosaurs were aliens and they built the pyramids and he unloaded facts on me for hours in that shop. They were all based on Flintstones. Do I? Yes. (laughs) Yabba do. Do I believe it? Hell no. Was I entertained? Hell yes. He literally told me that dinosaurs were an alien race that came to our planet. They got a weird disease. They started building the pyramids as a satellite for their, um, for their other planets that they were from. And then the disease killed them all. And the Egyptians used the pyramids, but he had like, he had like all this data that he spouted off for hours about it. Where did people get this data? I mean, especially like before the internet. I mean, I know where people get these crazy things from the nowadays, but where did they get this stuff before the internet? I mean, back then, well, yeah, that's easy. They got it from their friend while they were both high and their friend said they knew a government agent who knew somebody. And then that created the, you know, and you could say whatever you wanted because there was no way to go find the fact the check. Fact check it. Yeah, there's no, I mean, even now that some of this stuff you can't fact check and it doesn't necessarily mean it's not true, but odds are if you can't find some shred of information that seems accurate, it's probably not. But the point is, back in the day, it was really easy to find that crazy guy on the corner who's been drinking too much, tell you he has a friend who's a government agent who's a yeah, friend with a scientist in a black-labeled lab. Nobody and listened to him, though. Nobody right, listened that, to the crazy guy on the, on, on the that, side that, of the street. That, but now they... That's not true. That is true. Uh, no sane person listened to the people. There, okay. Aha! Aha! That... The one person who believes dinosaurs were aliens that built pyramids, he listened to that guy, and he believed that guy was right. So that yeah, but, is what I'm nowadays, saying. Nowadays, people that I would cons- I would have considered sane believe all kinds of crap because it's on the internet now. I mean, it's like the whole thing that there's this giant conspiracy, and I know we said we're not going to talk about things that are going on now, but this is kind of broad enough. But yeah, uh, yeah. but no. I can't believe a sane person could believe that there is enough evidence to say that the the election between Biden and Trump was rigged. I mean, how how many? No. I, I mean, what kind of proof? Does, they don't have any proof that this exists. It's just a bunch of hearsay stuff, and no courts are really listening to them. Even the Supreme Court's like. We ain't going to get in the middle of this because this is bullcrap. And they're, 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 it's housed with people that Trump elected. I mean, come on. It's like, this is why I don't like watching documentaries because it's, it's, and I I know I say documentaries weird. I I realize that every time I say the word, it sounds weird in my head. Well, I think I focus on the wrong part of the word. I, I emphasize fairies instead of documents. Yeah, you do. I, I, I wasn't paying attention, but now I, now that I hear you say it, and I'm, now I'm catching myself say it that way while I listen to you. But um, for me, documentaries are about, it's entertainment for me, not necessarily education. You know what I mean? Like, And I think that's where 
people have to change their mindset and not try to get all their info from a documentary and make them think that it's um, all the truth or all the facts, because it's not, there never are. There's always an angle to any, any of them. And it's like I said, it's from the lens of the person who made it. And like, for instance, when that Netflix show making a murderer came out, right. You know, that was, that I show didn't watch blew that up. either. Oh, well, um, that show blew up. And and I loved that show. Uh, Something interesting over there. I, yeah, so I, I just that show blew up. Oh, look at that over there! Are you having a oh, squirrel I, moment, Pierre? Am I losing you, Pierre? Come back to us. Come back to us, Pierre. <laughs> no, my news feed on my phone came up and said a news, uh, something that's happening currently right now, and because our show is filmed is recorded a little ahead of time. I didn't want to say what it was. And now oh. I'm like, okay, we'll get back to that. Um, God damn it. Vinny, don't uh, point out stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, great. Yeah. I was like, Oh, we can't talk about that right now. Cause it's happening right now, right now. Uh, but I, you know, when I was, when I watched the show making a murderer, I watched it and I have my opinions on based on what I was shown, but right. then I decided further research. So I was like, well, let me go read more. And I think that's the thing that anybody who watches a documentary on a subject, this is my advice if you're going to watch one, is watch it, enjoy it, and then go do further research so you see more angles from it, not just that one lens. But so, that's the problem you know, with our culture now is that further research, you see it on Facebook all the time. I oh mean, we, God, yeah. we've talked about this. People have, yeah. have unfriended me because I keep pointing out, I, I keep debunking what they write. I put it up there for entertainment, but you're doing people disservice, disservice because you're not writing down saying this is for entertainment purposes only. You know, do your own research. You're posting something so people will think it's fact. And that's well, wrong. Here, here's my problem. People who say they're doing it for entertainment know that they're putting up stuff that probably isn't accurate. But they don't. They want to have this car blanche. Well, because when they get what they thought was fact gets pushed on them, and they realize they didn't do the research, they go, "Oh, well, I was doing it for entertainment." That's always the way it is. Is if you push someone, when they find out what they thought was real is fake. That's where they go. That's why if you notice, like if people look at my social media feeds, I don't post a lot of fact memes, you know, and stuff like that. I don't post any of those fact memes unless I I've researched them. Right, exactly. I don't post any of that stuff unless I can actually find that it's really and verified, and then I'll put it up. And if I think it's funny, I will say, this made me laugh, and then I'll post it. But I would never just post it, and a lot of people do. They read a right. damn meme and think it's a real quote from somebody. Somebody yep. years ago took took uh, quotes from Hitler and put Taylor Swift at the bottom, and everybody was like, oh, Taylor Swift is so, you know, so meaningful and thoughtful and blah, 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 blah. And, it, and finally the guy was like, these are all quotes from Hitler from Mein Kampf. Like, yeah. And, and I just put Taylor Swift at the bottom and you all believed it. Like nobody took those quotes and went, let me put that on the internet and see what, you know, where else that shows up. And that's, that's my point too, is if you're going to watch a documentary, make sure that you actually do some research so that you have a bunch of knowledge about it. Then you could still, if your opinion still stays the same, that's different. But I think the problem is, is like you said, like your girlfriend gets like spooked by documentaries when she watches yeah. them. That, 
I bet if she was to go and research more of that subject, she'd probably not be as spooked by it because she'd find other angles that would either she'd find the or, person that said some of this stuff is probably a mental case because uh, they right. don't tell you that in the documentary. But it turns out he had been oh. in in a psych ward for six years prior to that, thinking he was an eggplant. So I mean that you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should not <laughs> laugh at mental illness, but that's no, that's no, a pretty. But, cool. I'm an eggplant. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, in this day and age, everybody is something. Um, I I identify as an eggplant. <laughs> I uh, I just. I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to love watching stuff like Unsolved Mysteries and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. And, and, and to some degree, I like watching those kinds of. Uh, uh, whodunit shows, whether or not they're accurate or not, um, I don't know. I, I but I enjoyed watching them. But I just got to a point where, when I when I'm watching something on my free, because I don't like to sit there and watch and I uh, watch something without doing something else. If I'm watching a movie, if I'm watching something, I'm usually working on another screen. That's why I have multiple yeah. screens so I can do other That's, things. Yeah, me too. I always have something. Movies and TV are background while I'm doing other stuff. That's always my, you know, my thing. Yeah. So like I want to be entertained. I want to be, I, I want to be, there's enough crap going on in the world. I want to be distracted. I don't necessarily want to learn about more crap. If I want to learn about crap, I'm going to watch the news. I don't need to watch a documentary on, on crap. Yes. I know I said it wrong again. Give me a break. Leave me alone. We've, we've gotten heated over documentaries. Um, I can't he say says the word it, right. Documentaries. documentaries. All right. And I believe that's our time, ladies and gentlemen. We took a hot take at the end there. Thank you so much for joining us. Please please like, follow, subscribe, all of our social media. Go to our mailbag at bigguysbanter.com. Go to mailbag and send us your comments, threads, talk about whatever. We'll bring it on the show, questions, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to hear from you very, very soon. Drop a letter in our bag. There you go. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. Documentary. You've been listening to Big Guys Banter with Pierre Vachon and Vinny Aver. Be a part of the show by tuning in live or listen to the audio version on our website at bigguysdj.com. This has been a presentation of Big Guys Entertainment. For a transcript of Big Guy's Banter, write down everything they say. 